Hello, and welcome back to A to Z with Amy Z. I'm your host, Amy Z. Oh my gosh, all I want is ice cream and wine. I just did a really big workout. I'm really trying really hard to work out and um, get my body back into a state of strength and flexibility. We shall see. I've tried, I've started and stopped many different programs in the past, and I really, really want to stick with it this year. And I'm not a large person. I'm not a stiff person per se. I just know my body is not where it should be. And it could be much better. And that has nothing to do with today's topic. I just thought I'd share that little bits of information with you. So what's happening in your land? In my land, aka my head, I've been thinking a lot about confidence, how some of us have it, a lot of it, some of it, it's just like kind of ingrained in our DNA. Some people build it up over time and how some people seriously lack any evidence at all on their person. Okay, so real quick, because I just love defining what a word really is before we talk about it specifically, because we are specifically talking about confidence today. The definition verbatim is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something, a firm trust. That's just one definition of confidence, but I think it's a nice way to start. So I was thinking a lot about how when i was born and how i was how i've grown in the confidence that i carry um because i do feel that i ha- i i do believe that i have a a nice level of confidence and it really got me thinking of why and hows in the the evolution of the confidence in my life basically um so it was like as a kid There was a lot of things that I did well, and I was praised a lot for those things. But it never was like a situation to where I sucked at something, and I was told that I sucked at that, and I wasn't degraded for it. So that's probably where it kind of began is then this, um, and I've always just been an inquisitive person anyway. I like to learn. I love to learn. And I don't mind trying new things. I love that too. So somewhere along the line, though, there's this balance or this understanding of of yourself that like, I'm good at this. Keep doing it. I'm not so good at this, but I want to be good at it. So keep trying. Or I'm not so good at this and I don't really like it anyway. And so let it go. And I didn't let that discourage me. And I think sometimes people see, they get frustrated or whatever, like, I really want to be good at Excel spreadsheets and I just can't get it. Well, you might really need to learn that skill if that's something your job requires. Or it might be like, just do a pre-programmed family budget thing. Like, why do you need Excel anyway? Like, there, there's another way around it. Like, there's no need to get frustrated by it. I don't know. I, okay, I'm getting off topic. I just feel like it's... Some people are just innately strong at things and they don't take failure as an end-all means-all. Like they just keep trying, they keep going 
And I somewhere, geez, I was young. Somewhere along the line, this thought just came to me. And it just said, you're not going to know everything. You're never going to know everything. I was enough. That's all I needed to know. I was like, okay. Okay, then I'm just going to focus on the things that I like or that I am good at or I want to be good at. And I'm going to I'm gonna walk in that confidence that I don't need to know everything. So that means that there's going to be things that you're going to shed. There's going to be things that are going to fall by the wayside. There's going to be things that you don't need to be discouraged or upset about. It's just not your thing. Let it go. But I realize that this isn't as easy for others as I guess I've made it in my own life or I've developed it in my own life. Um, so I guess then I th- started thinking about too is when we talk to our kids, to children in general, to people, actually, it doesn't really matter what point point in life, are we building them up or are we tearing them down? If it's, and I mean, even when you like tear somebody to shreds, is it with good intention? Is it to help them? Or is it to just like obliterate whoever they are in the inside out? That's not okay. I just started thinking about a lot about how I got to where my mindset or was I really just born with it? I think it's a combination of the both. I think part of it is I was um, I was always told you're smart, you got this, you can do this, don't give up, um, don't cry, don't whine, right? And so I had to sort of figure things out because I wanted to make people proud. But I wasn't also told, um, you're stupid, you're an idiot, you'll never be good at anything, any of those things. So I think there's there's a, gotta be a balance between that in how you're spoken to is going to make what you're trying to do effective and successful or a failure and then internalizing that as worthlessness. Personally, what? Well, no, we're not getting into that. That's that's not okay. So in this episode, I was really triggered because next the next episode is going to be about my new job, and I'm going to talk about that. So I don't want to get into that too much. But this last week, I was a part of the interviewing process of some more staff members, and so I have or I just went through this. I have been going through this with job interview after job interview, after resume sending, after resume sending. And I know I'm really good at interviews. And a lot of them I thought were successful and were going to lead to the third interview and they didn't and it didn't. And it didn't necessarily diminish my confidence because I'm a different level spiritually now than I used to be. So it's like, and then it wasn't meant for me. So I just kind of let it alone. And I But it did make me think about the confidence that I have going into any interview, whether it's a job to shovel shit or it's a job to like hand bankers their $1,000 notes or their rich people $1,000 notes every other minute, right? It it doesn't matter to me. I've worked at at Louis Vuitton. Like I've worked at some really amazing fancy places and I've worked some really shit jobs. I don't care. They all taught me something. So I'm not going to have, I don't have any regrets and I don't really give a crap on the totem pole, like what that looks like or what it means to other people. 
but I am good at interviews and I seem to know, I seem to say the things that I think that they want, they, I know they want to hear whether or not I won't believe it or whether or not I, whatever. It's not like I'm lying. It's just like, oh yeah, I can learn that. Not a problem. Or, oh yeah, I've had experience with that five whole days of it or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's just, I'm just, I guess I'm just a conversationalist. I am a people person and I'm good at conversation, steering conversation one way or the other way. Obviously, I have a podcast. I like to talk. Like it's 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 a thing that I do often. So now I'm on the other side of it. This this last week, I'm doing these interviews with the other manager, and I'm watching these people walk in. A few of them are on Zoom, and watching their level of confidence. First person, super confident. But not, and we'll get into this in a minute, not arrogant, just confident. Answered the questions on point, didn't get super elaborative, didn't um, repeat too much, just was like boom, boom, and boom. Great. Next question. Boom, boom, boom. Great. Next question. And without any, just, it was just very flowy, let's say. Next person really confident, very, very confident, not arrogant, again, not arrogant, but in a whole different manner. This person was just like, I know I don't have an experience in this, but I have experience in this, which would lead me to be a better person this way. Like more of an explanation in their own understanding. So you saw how they processed, how they could figure things out and it just exude Id, exuded their confidence that they they know they've never had a job like this before, but they're also not scared of it. They're going to go for it. They believe they can and they will someday or this one or whatever. It was great. And then the, and another person came in and they were more resolute, just a little calmer, still um, set up tall, still um gave all the correct answers, but just not even correct because it's really not a correct, but just all really good answers, but just very calm and collected. And um, just, I can't, I can't explain it. Just the three people, just those three that I was discussing were very different, yet all of them didn't shy away from anything that they were unsure about. They were just they were just confident in their own right, in their own way. So that that really is what's gotten me going this last week or so is being in interviews in the last month or so and then being a part of the other side of it. And it just, it really got me going and thinking about our abilities as people. And I know for me, I was just trying to sell it just because I just wanted a job. And there was jobs that I didn't even want, I most of which I applied for. I didn't want, I just want to get out of this hole. I just wanted to do something. I just wanted to change my circumstances. I just, whatever. And I know what I can do. And it's a lot of bookkeeping. And I don't really want that. I don't want to sit in an office at a desk, nine to five every day. I'd rather pound my face on a brick wall. I just would. I just, it just, mm. So, I was thinking to, okay, then now after all that chitter chatter for 10 minutes, can a person gain confidence after just receiving uh, praise and respect over time? 
100% I believe that is totally possible. Um, so my son, when he was about kindergarten, he was always, I mean, kids are kids. They're just, they're kind of messy. They don't really care. They don't really think about it. You know, toys are everywhere, whatever. I'm just going to play with it later anyway. What difference does it make if it's in the middle of the hallway, right? They're just kids. And I was trying to, obviously, we're always trying to teach them to pick up. And it's not just for this reason or that reason. But, you know, I, I like to go into depths with my kids about all things. And I would, I refused to like help him at, at some point in kindergarten. I was not going to assist him or to do anything about it. It was simply stated, you need to pick up your books on your shelf because he just knocked them all over. He just threw them all on the ground. They need to go back on the shelf. Simple task. It waited for days and days and days. I wasn't mean about it. I wasn't rude about it. I wasn't screaming. I wasn't yelling. I didn't take things away. It was a simple task. But in just that one little thing, and he did it, he was so proud of himself. I was so proud of him. His teacher was so proud, like, because it happened to be right around a time of teacher conference, and I don't know, told her the story, and she could see it in him, and how confident and, and strong he felt, because he was given the opportunity to do something without judgment, without uh, um, a detailed objective, right? It didn't say line your books up from red to green or tallest to shortest or anything. I just said, put your books on the shelf. And he did it, but it just stirred something and it started the momentum for more. So what I believe is that you can, as a person, whether you're told it or not, you can believe it on your internal self. I'm good at this. I got this. I know this. I can be better at this. And actually continue to achieve that or or get close to your goal and to build up your own self-worth in the area of confidence. I do just, I just do believe that it's, it's not necessarily, it's not a virtue. However, I do believe that praise, kindness, gentleness, goodness, can build each other up and build this thing that we're talking about today. So then I thought of the opposite. Can we lose it with constant chatter and abuse and within ourselves, within our own minds or from others telling us you're no good at putting books on shelves. You are terrible at that. You really should stop doing that. You really you really need to stick to something else or find another hobby or or pick a different job because you can't work a cash register. Like yeah, I think that obviously, I mean, it's it's blatantly everywhere. Why other? Why are people hating on each other, right? To typically, when other people are knocking other people down, whether verbally, mentally, physically, it's because they lack their own self esteem. So if we're going to build one our own person up or other people up, it's going to come from kindness, goodness, gentleness reinforcing all those positive attributes. So if you're going to not do that, yes, confidence is going to go down. Self-esteem is going to go down. Whether you're somebody, you're saying it to somebody, somebody's saying it to you, or you're saying it to yourself. It doesn't matter. So when I was about 10, I think, I love to bake. I love to bake. I'm not a great cook. Let me just, I'm going to throw it out there. I made a damn nice roast tonight with carrots and potatoes and onions and garlic and 
just the seasonings were just right. The roast came out slightly dry. I put it in the crock pot and I did put some juices and things in there, but for whatever reason, it did come out dry, which is kind of unusual for a crock pot. It's okay. It was delicious. Taste-wise, it was delicious. But that doesn't happen but once or twice a week. I really am not it's the patience thing and it's the creativity part of it. I just, eh, you know, I got to be in the mood, let's just say. But I love to bake. I love to bake. I love sugar. I love it. I love things chewy and fluffy and and even sometimes crunchy. I just, I love to bake. So when I was about 10, I, uh, my parents were both at work and I was making cookies, chocolate chip cookies. Simple enough, right? Just flip over the Nestle Toll House chocolate chip package and you got a recipe right there. You don't even have to look for one. And in the midst of the crazy, I swapped sugar for salt. (laughs) And even in my head, I thought, "Eh, that's kind of odd. Even though I really at that point in my life, I mean, I love sugar. I knew what sugar did, but I wasn't like a huge salt person. So I wasn't really like thinking about what that would do. Yeah, I swapped it. It was like two cups of salt to like, what, a teaspoon of sugar. Totally flipped it. They were awful. They were awful. I, I'm pretty sure all of them went in the trash. They were just, they were awful. I'm sure, <laughs> sure my dad, I'm, I'm, I am like almost 100% positive he did take some of those cookies to work and tried to choke them down. Um, but they were awful. <laughs> they were awful. But it didn't stop me from trying again because I love to bake and I wanted to be good at it. And and you got to just keep going. Sometimes you just have to take what's been thrown at you and chalk it up to experience and just say, I need more of experience, right? I need more opportunity. I need to do this 75 more times before I memorize the recipe and I can keep doing this with my eyes shut. So you can't just give up. And i that's part of that whole gaining that confidence is seeing your mistakes, seeing what you've done wrong and not beating yourself up about it, but just be like, yeah, I totally F that one up. Okay, try again, move on or don't try again. Maybe you don't like to bake. Maybe you hate baking and you're like, this is the reason why I buy Chips Ahoy. This is why. I don't want to do this. I don't like my house getting heated up. I don't like washing dishes. I don't want to bake. Okay, there's no shame in that game. Don't bake. But find what you're good at and stick to it and build it and and kick ass at it for nothing else but to say, I'd make the best damn chocolate chip cookies you've ever tasted. And it's the same recipe we all have. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So then I, okay, so then I was thinking about, you guys are getting like the domino down of, of how I think about things, is... I want to make sure that we understand the difference between arrogance and confidence. So, of course, I looked up the definition of arrogance, and it's it, it's basically an attitude of superiority. I make the best damn chocolate chip cookies more than anyone. Now, shut up. There's a lot of good cookies out there. Nobody makes the best. I hate that. The world's best cup of coffee. No, it isn't. No, no it isn't. It might be to you. It might be to Joe, but it might not be to Martha. Stop. Like, why do we have to be the best? Why do we be number one dad? I always hated like those shirts and we're going to see him in Mother's Day real soon. All that stuff. No, no, you're not. You're not. We're all at some point a really good mom or dad. We're all at some point a terrible one too. We're a friend or a sister or a brother or a spouse or whatever or a coworker. We've all effed up. And once we start embracing 
that we do those bad things along with the good, I think we can kick arrogance to the curb. So I just wanted to make sure that we're, we're talking about the same thing. We're talking about the belief in yourself, but with like strength and positivity. That's that confidence. Belief that you can't, you've got this. You might not be the best, but you still got it. You got it real good. Like we can all eat everybody else's cookies and nobody's going to throw up from extra salt, right? So then that's the next domino. Why? Why is confidence even important? Why, why do we even need it? Why is it even available to us? Well, again, in my words, I did do a little computery researchy stuff on this and, and I got some decent stuff, but it sends to me, I think it sends a signal of trust and support that you can be a person of your word. Thinking about those people we interviewed and when they answer those questions with confidence, I'm like, I want to hire you because I know you're going to show up to work, right? That wasn't in the interview. Are you going to come to work? That wasn't a question, but I can feel it. I know it because if they're going to answer like this, it tells me I can count on them to show up. I can count on them to do their job correctly or try anyway. I can count on them to whatever. It's it's It shows support and trust and being a person of your word. I think it also boosts others who like you and admire you to do things similar to you. Again, we don't want to get to the arrogant side We're just talking about the confidence, right? When you exude confidence, others will follow suit. When you laugh, others laugh along, even if they don't even know what they're laughing at, right? If you're angry, that energy of anger could just frustrate the crap out of someone and then suddenly they're angry, they don't even know why. So it's that confidence in yourself, it just flows to others. So others wanna be around it. It's another just great reason to just have it. So who, I mean, who wants a Debbie Downer friend all the time? Somebody that's unsure of themselves, can't make a decision. I don't know where we should eat tonight. I don't, I'm just hungry, but I, it's okay. I don't need to eat. It's all right. And who wants those people around? They're boring. They take forever. It's a a daunting task to be their friend. So being around confident people is just It's more fun. It sparks flames. They're the risk takers, the adventurers. They bring people along for a good old time. You make a memory. You you experience new things. That's that that confidence. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm hungry too. How about we get pizza? It's right around the corner. I've I've got twenty bucks. You got twenty bucks. All right. Well, let's go hit up that bar. Like it's just that. Like I don't care. That's I'm excited. We're just gonna eat tonight. This is great. It's those little things. It's just gets people, it's it's just attractive to people to be around you. And the best part about confidence is it's sexy. Oh, so, so, so sexy. I could dive into this more, but we're already running close to time. So let's just fantasize that one on our own. But confidence is sexy. Basically, with this episode today, my goal is to just encourage you to step up, believe in yourself, to gain confidence. Find something that you're good at or you want to be good at and stand tall in that decision. When I was 10, I really, really wanted to be a softball pitcher. 10. And I wanted to be a pitcher on my town league softball team. And I was told, you're too old. This was mid-80s. I was too old at 10 to be a softball pitcher. 
There was no professional pitchers for women's softball. I don't know. There might be now, but I, there still probably isn't in 2023. There still isn't. Why, how, why, why would you tell a person you're too old? Anyway, I didn't let him stop me. I got a ball. I got my glove. I put a square up on our brick wall of our house and I pitched day and night, night and day, one after the next, after the next, after the next. I still was not a super great pitcher, but I believed in myself. I believed that I could be a pitcher, number one, and I stuck to it. And I did. I did become a pitcher. I became a fairly decent pitcher. Not great. It got me to high school, being able to pitch in high school. It got me on some travel teams, got to see some stuff. I wasn't the starter. I was a bit, I was a, I was a backup. I was a reliever. That's okay. I was told I was too old and I didn't believe it. I had the confidence in myself to learn the skill and to practice hard and to get where I wanted to go and meet my goal. You can too. Whatever it is, you want to do, you want to be better at, you want to just learn it, try. I just want to encourage you to just try and to believe that you can. And there might be a day when you have to put it down, but don't be down about yourself for putting it down. Don't be sad that it's over. Just be like, I tried it. I gave it my all. It's not for me. On to the next thing. Okay. So I kind of mentioned this many moons ago, but I am seriously considering starting a podcast book club on here. I really want to know if there's any interest out there. I have just read so many good books already this year and need to share my new wealth of information in a discussion. But I want to know if that's the kind of thing we can all read, email, chat, and then dissect over the podcast. My inquiring mind definitely wants to know. Listen up to the next episode when we chat about my new job. I would love for you to rate and review the show, share with a friend, and spread the love. Leave a comment on Instagram with show ideas, questions, or comments, or email me at a to z with amyz at gmail.com.